Second Bananas is recorded on unceded indigenous land belonging to the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. Unceded means that this land was never surrendered, relinquished, or handed over in any way. We support the various strategies that indigenous peoples use to protect their land and their communities, and we commit to working in solidarity with them. We acknowledge that as people living and working on these lands, we are accountable to those who have cared for this land since time immemorial. It is our intention to continue learning how to honor this responsibility. Yeah. Now, you know yeah, what doesn't do work great <laughs> when you're trying to sleep? Uh, turning <laughs> on a bunch of new metal classics. Oh, <laughs> I, can... Turn it I think. Depends on what album. I don't know, man. No, yeah. no, they're all pretty bad. Uh, well, for, I didn't. For did you know it was bad when you were listening to it? I don't. Okay, first off, like, let's introduce the show. Yeah, let's introduce can the we? show. Well, yeah, we? we can. I think we can still do it. Where is it? Yeah. What is wanna, it? What is this wanna, thing? Yeah, you can do the honors. Uh, welcome, listener, to Second Banana. <laughs> listener, not even, not even. <laughs> I'll do like it. Welcome, <laughs> listener, to Second Bananas. Yeah, the yeah. show where we discuss history's greatest Garfunkels. Oh yes, the okay. shadow behind the shadow. The clout behind the clout. The man in the mirror, if you will. Yes, we discuss them all. Perhaps even you might be discussed, dear listener. (laughs) I feel like I actually want to do a good intro. I don't know. Yeah, we could do a regular intro, too. Welcome to Second Banana. (laughs) It feels weird now. It feels awkward to do it. Yeah, I can do it. I'll do one. Yeah, do it. Welcome to Second Bananas. This is the show where we talk about people, things, subjects, um, ideas. Uh, give me another synonym. Big chunguses. Ch- big chunguses. I'll take it. Um, and this this is one of our pandemisodes where we're kind of just freestyling it. Yeah, this is a bit um, more freestyle than usual. It's a bit different. Yeah. Yeah, our, we've done a few of these, but um, I am Wes, one of the hosts. You heard Joe earlier. Who's our other I'm host Joe. that we have there? I'm also a host of Second Bananas. Who's our third guy? And I'm Craig, the third host of Second Bananas. That's right. We have three hosts. We're one of those podcasts. I'm proud of us for doing this, you guys. <laughs> Fuck, I did. Yeah, I miss you I yeah. so much. I forgot. Today's pandemisode is on the oft villainized scandalized scandalized uh even sometimes harmonized music genre that Ooh. is was and continues to be new metal i like the idea new that they metal. just change a genre like like this genre used to be new metal but now it's jeff and that's just <laughs> like they just changed the name of the genre or like right. now it's like well, pre-metal I mean, it, it, yeah. Post metal, or like that's, I, that's, that's those are that post metal is actually a genre, but like it's not this genre. How like it's it's always funny how genres get named. 
uh well it's with music it's like i don't know what happened with metal but it's like yeah it's like you had metal and then yeah so many there's like so many splinters and like yeah i don't know alternate i have i have a little bit of an idea Uh, maybe you guys can fill in some gaps or just maybe follow me on a little bit so i think there was you know a metal as in like the ozzy osbourne um kind of vibe you know metal like yeah the the original iteration of like as hard as rock got after rock what came into it right right and then that went that went super super heavy um but really super heavy was just was ozzy osbourne right and it wasn't really all that heavy but it was heavier it was heavier than anything that happened at the time well at the time it was just like the heaviest shit like because that was what like like the speakers could tolerate i guess like i think that's oversimplifying it but like in a lot of ways like the reason metal just keeps getting heavier is because like or like heavier or grungier or whatever is because like as grungier as speakers get like you know like recording technology gets more and more it went from like you know going from tape to like right whatever to digital and then like that was it's always interesting like people sort of think of them as sort of like the genre and the way it's sort of like this is the genre and like this is the thing but then like yeah yeah like it, a lot of these stuff this technology this a lot of this music sort of evolves with the technology like like you couldn't have had corn in like the 70s i guess like because like there was no <laughs> way you could get those noises from like yeah recording equipment unless you paid for True. like the highest end maybe and i don't even know i just think that's something that like yeah like metal is so like hard to define because like some people say like blue cheer or like blue oyster cult or metal but like they were metal they were called metal at one point and they, they sort of have all the characteristics of metal before right. it became the metal that we think of and even like if you said heavy metal to someone in the 80s like someone today like 40 years later would be like very think of a, the, the first thing they think of is almost completely different you know hmm. interesting okay well then i should maybe ask this question so what would you what would you posit as the if new metal is the second banana what would you posit as the top banana to new metal i mean i does anyone else want to i i have a, like a specific take on this okay i i don't have a specific one but if i had to i would probably say alternate metal yeah like so the, i think the, the sound gardens and the like maybe but that's uh, not metal like i think that's that's, not, al- that's alternative come on. yeah yeah but but I, okay so alternative like run okay. i think you're on to something wes um right now like i hope someone from pitchfork is listening to this and being yeah. like oh, you <laughs> fucking idiots like i'm and sure I, that's going on but like i don't I, good is what i'm yeah, saying no, i don't know all of the i don't know all of the the metals that are out there but i would so, say like before i would say the proto the stuff that led into the um, stuff that became new metal, I guess what we call would have been um, like, yeah. The, who, who's that band? I think Joe, you told, or is either Joe or Craig back when we all like had that worked in that office for a little while, you tell me who's the band that's like, is it no effects or no. Uh, <laughs> so like, I think what you're referring to is faith no more. Oh yeah, yeah. Faith, faith no, no more. more. Yes, Craig, you, did you tell me about Faith No More? <laughs> yes, it was you, right? Did. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, okay, thank you, thank you. Because I think that they might, might have spawned new metal. Right? No, for no? sure. Like they're a, like you can't listen to Faith No More and not, like Faith No More 
like I, I guess like probably people can't decide if they're new metal or not or like people have different opinions but like they for sure if they're not new metal there would wouldn't be like the new metal as we know it without faith no more and i want to say also okay. in living color cool yeah i i don't think they were la but i think that maybe um they're just called living color or living color sorry in living like, color is the I'm show looking in the, yeah so i'm like this isn't right um okay so I understand it as like the like the Black Sabbath metal kind of set, which was yeah. uh, a heavier, more underground, like kind of seeking yeah. authenticity out of like a heavier form of emotional music that rock is. Okay, yeah. But rock is like that kind of cheesy, you know, you've got your Kiss and your Stadium Rock and your bands yeah. that are just like, we can make so much goddamn money. We're going to have so many chicks like rock and roll kind of thing <laughs> yeah, that, that a lot of artists and a lot of scenes and a lot of reasonable people um were kind of repulsed by and so then there and that that became its own thing which was hair metal which was the 70s 80s like lots mm. um poison and yeah. uh all, all that shit that shit yeah. exactly right. uh, motley crew all, all that stuff was yeah. like rock and roll aesthetics with like pop um realities right like you're doing okay. stadium tours you're getting paid more money than you'll ever know what to do with except like snort it and drink it oh, but, and inject and that's it like some actual metal like there was like heavy metal that like i mean i don't want to say like it was the same thing like but it that's something that like with new metal too, especially I know we keep like going all over the place, but like new metal, it's funny how like now realizing how defined it was by like all the stuff it proclaimed to be like, Oh, we're like fucking over. We're like, fuck the backstreet boys and shit like that. Right. Like, and but new metal is, was like, because it they wasn't were backstreet boys. It was like the last wave of sort of like, it wasn't it was like the first wave of bands that started in an underground scene plan almost planning to go commercial you know like like because right before that like this is not really sorry craig i know you're like trying to do the history of metal and it's really good but we keep but like like i think like the pre the thing before new metal that really hit in the same like hit the same demographics and the same sort of like cultural function was like grunge but Mm -hmm. grunge all those bands were like they had no, they had no, they, when they started, they were just like, yeah, we're like underground bands. We're going to, if we're lucky, we're going to release like, you know, a thousand copies of our album and like nerds on the college radio circuit will like love us. And then like Nirvana blew up and Pearl Jam blew up. And all of a sudden there was like, that was like the beginning of sort of like the, the rebellion rock, the, like the sort of like, right. And, it, but, t- and those bands were real, but they they were they were taken once they had proven to be like a hit, and they were they were given a larger stage within like mainstream music. Like before yes. that, it was like some of that stuff was happening, but like there wasn't that same like um, commercialized aspect to it. Yeah, and that's what I feel like. It really it almost like rose in opposition. I think to the like yeah the pop stars of the time. Like they were like. I feel like new metal was like the anti, like almost like Britney Spears or whatever, or like yeah, NSYNC or whatever. And it like, it was just like, it, 
almost everything that it did and especially like the way like their videos and their onstage perso personas and like the way they would like dress it was like kind of like just like i'm gonna be as abrasive <laughs> i'm gonna look as like atrocious and like kind of just like and a fuck you to, like, <laughs> i'm gonna be the music that your parents are afraid of is kind of what i feel well, and, like new metal tried to parents embody. that grew up on like rock and roll like it was specifically a like the the like the like because like rock yeah craig was saying like rock and roll became like the thing that everybody was that was popular and metal was like the more extreme version of rock and roll right well the and more then, yeah. the more authentic expression even yeah or right yeah, of like this is what the kids or this is what the movement this is what the scene are kind of feeling in each yeah, in all of these big cities this is what's coming out of the scene right as opposed right. to what is getting signed and playing stadiums everywhere and and i feel mm. like to a certain extent new metal was sort of the first wave of those bands getting like they didn't wait until they were already selling out like smaller venues to 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 give these bands a national stage like that was the first generation that sort of needed the band to not have been anything before they got famous you know like um like i think like most of those guys like their first their their breakthrough was like on their first album because their first full album that they recorded was like they they were like signed by like if not a major label then an imprint of a major label like they weren't they didn't have like green day for example i think is a good example like they spent like 10 years or something they released four albums before dookie became like a a big hit on a major label right right and like Corn on and Limp Bizkit on the other hand, I think they had like one out. Their first album was like yeah. on a, on a major label or whatever. Yeah, I think both. Of and them it actually. didn't necessarily be the one that like propelled them to like the pop charts, but it was always those first couple albums, and they were sort of like plucked mm -hmm. from like scenes before the scenes became hmm. actually a thing in the underground in a way. Yeah, too. that's interesting because I think not not just them, but I think a lot of new metal albums there. Like, yeah, their first albums were like pretty like they just arrived and they were like, yeah, pretty big hits because it was like such a wave that like all these there's just like a plethora of like one hit wonders, I think, from the new metal genre. Well, and, and they had like a hardcore audience, but there was sort of this period where the very brief period where it became like this darling of like counterculture. And then almost immediately, as soon as it became like it was so quick, like as soon as it became like enshrined it became the thing to make fun of. Like, right. It was and it, so quick. That's the thing. Because I you remember know? even even as I'm like rocking these like songs in my high school hallway, it's like, it's like, yeah, they were, it was, it was like, they were like jokes kind of, but it's like, whatever, man, I'm going to put Roland on and like fucking <laughs> put my Limp Bizkit hat sideways and <laughs> fucking tear down these streets or something. Like, Amazing. Yeah. It, it was like yeah. almost like it was a, you by listening to it it was like yeah you're almost like parroting it but i don't know i'm not gonna lie i was like i was into some of those <laughs> those fucking new metal songs yeah, well, they were they were hugely popular right and yeah i think it, i think what we're describing is like uh an expression of like maybe counter a countercultural expression what started in um as like a movement against the hair metal and like the kind of shitty kind of packaged more aggressive music that was coming out in like the eighties and nineties, early nineties. 
what started as a response, which came in the form of like the faith no more and the rage against the machine and, you know, some of the more like, and, um, well, even like body. Yeah. Like nobody talks about body body count. And that's like, I think like ice cube or ice cube. Yeah. Ice cube. That's body count, right? No, that's ice tea. Ice tea. Ice tea. Sorry. Yes. Ice tea. Yeah. No. And ice cube is NWA. And the thing is, though, like, uh, like body count was like, like, because like, you, I think like there used to be sort of this idea that rap rock and new metal were different, but they're so blended together for me. And like, right, body count was sort of that first, like, the the sort of like, not the first, not the first band to do a song that had rap and rock, but it was the first band to just that was their. You could take that all the way back to like Aerosmith and Run DMC was probably like the first one. But yeah, you're right. I think that and because craig you mentioned rage against the machine and it's like whoa i didn't even register rage against the machine but they totally could i think be like considered a genre of new metal well, almost but it's where, like i would put where... them like so much higher they're like the they'd be like the shakespeare of new metal <laughs> it's true yeah well they were definitely yeah. part of that like crossover between the two genres which are you know like everybody can kind of recognize how uh the um, for for Black Americans, how hip hop is equivalent to punk for maybe other Americans or or other or just Americans in general, um, yeah, it's kind of like a like specific counter countercultural yeah. form of expression that, and obviously there are plenty of Black American punks, I'm sure, and I'm sure there are plenty of people who enjoy punk music and. Um, and metal and or new metal or whatever but they are you know you can see how hip-hop and punk have like some genealogy that crosses over pretty heavily right so it seems like it would kind of be natural because what you're trying to do is offend offend the existing order offend the status quo right and and, like buck the and thinking the trends and like upturn all the tropes and overturn all of the expectations and all that stuff. That's what, that's what those music genres are like created to do. And then when it becomes monetized, then it needs to be, there there needs to be a revolution. Something needs to be upended there. Right. And I think that's what new metal is, is the monetization of that aesthetic. It's the same as like, it's the same as like, like it is the pop. It's like the, but yeah, not quite because it's like exactly. they, it's they emerge, it emerged on of its pop. own accord. But it's well, like it's I'm... like yeah, it's it's the un it's like it it was its own way of like yeah, capitalizing on the popularity of the genre almost. Yeah. Well, and, and that's also what I'm why saying. it had a ten year life cycle. Too, yeah. Right yeah. before it got spat out and then right. was fodder to be mocked afterwards right because kind of like, oh, can you believe that we did that <laughs> we yeah, all thought like, that was good and i especially think about what came after which was sort of like in a way that was like the, the, there was sort of this rise at the same time of like the rap rock stuff with like that like that sort of new second third wave of like punk bands like commercial, not commercial, like again, like you had your Nirvanas and all that stuff, which were grunge, but like Nirvana is a punk band. We all know it. They're different from the other grunge bands for that reason. Yeah. I don't want to like, anyway. Um, but like there was, there was, there was sort of that, that movement of like, not only 
the punk and the and metal and all that stuff was sort of was like finally getting like they were getting these bands that had been around for a long time and they were at least getting like somewhat into the mainstream which was already fracturing because of everything that was happening in the 90s and it's it's like the the corn is like like or and new metal as a whole, but corn, I think is a great example of like, they weren't, they were that fa- that like larval stage or whatever between mm-hmm. a band that's pulled from the underground and like presented by a, by a like major record label or whatever for the mainstream. And then there's mm-hmm. the, now what we have are like to a certain extent. And this was always true to a certain extent, like those always existed, but in different ways, like the prefabricated simple plan, um like even like a lot of those emo bands or like stuff like that like they were like like picked you know like some there's there's always exceptions but like there there were more and more bands that were picked like people different musicians were picked to put this band together that was going to be packaged and sent out even if they were authentic musicians who had been in 10 other bands or whatever right right Right. it's like so you guys are going to be corn but more focused on like the emo crooning and less yeah. focused on like mm. the animalistic squealing or whatever. And then they'd be like, but we also have this one that is going to be more focused on the animalistic squealing and we'll dial back the emo, uh, like singing a little bit. Yeah. Or and like this could... one's going to have techno or like, like industrial elements more focused. And like, there was sort of that, like, then like all these, these second wave of new metals were like, they had a, they had a gimmick. And it wasn't necessarily like it was a bad gimmick. Like it wasn't shitty and stupid. It was just sort of like one band had that had more of Slipknot, one. We're one just going to have 20 members on stage at the same time. Yeah, Or like Slipknot is like the, the sort of like, I think like what happened was the original new metal stuff that was more like deliberately rap Rocky was sort of becoming that joke. And then Slipknot to a certain extent reinvigorated it because like a, they had a really strong marketable gimmick that had a that targeted that already existing crowd but b like slipknot are actually like much more like regular metal especially as they started doing more stuff than they are just new metal like slipknot i would agree with that they just kind of like like back like made new then it became like well new metal is not just like corn or limp biscuit like you can have like a new metal band that's also a, a a doom metal band or like yeah you can mix metalcore and new metal because by that point metalcore was coming out and stuff like that so yeah yeah and then there's the there's the bands that actually kind of like tried i remember there was the the official like the official kind of like rap rock collaborations that came through and they had the album like the most obvious one is like jay-z and uh Lincoln and, Park, uh, Lincoln Park, like yeah, the like who who would have like thought that like this huge rapper would like pick up you know on the new metal craze and yeah, what was the other one? There's yeah, there was this music X, business, Static X, and was it well, it's like it's it's that? also weird just how it, you can still you, and like I guess like people see this, but I feel like because like the there was sort of that like all of a sudden in the nineties and the early two thousands, it was like, we don't just want like a pop song and a metal song. Like we want like, like, and then we want a hip hop song. We want this. We want, it was that starting to fracture into those smaller specific audiences. But it also like today, if you look at like what's called, whether it's calling like emo rap now. And like some of that is just like, really just like, like 
punk and e- punk and emo with a drum machine and then some of it is actually like rappers who just like sing like almost r&b lines but in sort of almost like an emo the way of like those emo and pop punk bands like it's all oh. and, and not that that's directly connected to new metal but like new metal was sort of that weird thing where it was like because there was all this stuff like getting into the mainstream genre really started to be sort of like not as key to even what your music was anymore i don't know and yeah. maybe i'm maybe i'm wrong because like then like you know napster happened and everything was exploding at the same time it does feel like new metal was on that bubble that's and that's true. what really the timing the timing is very yeah. very similar that would be interesting yeah. to um, look into more so you mentioned the you mentioned corn i think like for me that is the that is what i would say like when new metal like became new metal i like for me that's like when corn like hit the scene like that's when like yeah. new metal i think was a thing officially because when did when was papa roach that was like a few years after corn right yes definitely. <laughs> i well, that's because i again like that's like that was like to me like it was like papa roach is rap rock or rock rap or whatever <laughs> right like but really like the sound is very like new metally with the sort of like both like they have like a really it's like new metals like guitar yeah. sound is like distortion plus phaser i guess is the yes. way i'd put it or like distortion okay. plus like a really like a really like um no, like okay. they're trying to do an echo but they're doing it on a delay pedal i guess is what I, oh. like what what i would call that sound okay so yeah uh yeah because i i remember hearing like in this new metal phase i remember hearing like corn and then there's like i remember hearing papa roach like i can't I can't think of a lot of songs where I remember <laughs> where I was and what I was doing the first time I heard them, but I do with Last Resort. Well, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Why? Why am I so like? Why is the song so ingrained in, in because like, my memories? Like I, I can't help I'm but thinking. think Last Resort because I would say Last Resort is up there in terms of like the song, the way it's penetrated pop culture with like Never Gonna Give You Up like it's because it's been memed so much and like it's so like it's so it's it's like the perfect distillation of everything that's like you make fun of about new metal What's but also it's just up? really it's catchy never gonna, never gonna give you it's like getting rickrolled like oh, okay. papa roach is oh, like okay. almost Rickroll. on that level oh, yeah. of like that kind <laughs> of fame right like in terms of the song because yeah. like yes it's just so well known <laughs> And it has it, it, it's such yeah. a like specific time capsule it of is. just like all of the worst qualities of that, you know. And like, I remember the, the song that people were like, making fun on so hard, like even immediately after it well, came out. Well, either well, I, that one, either that one or the one song that goes. That's disturbed. But... That's disturbed. Down with the sickness. Yeah, Down that's another. <laughs> that was another big one of my. I'm not sure know. if I love or hate that you guys. Both <laughs> know, but... To me, that was sort of like that was when like. Oh man, yeah. Like the first wave kind of peaked. Like it was, it was like yeah, people like it feel it does feel a little bit like the whole the whole hating new metal thing was sort of like. decided upon by like the the rolling stone like rolling stone and spin and then like everybody just sort of repeated it but kept listening to new metal anyway like yo this shit is so (laughs) dumb like and then they're like 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 just like they're like it's so dumb this sucks like we shouldn't listen to it like we should be listening to like more whatever like like uh like sophisticated music and then they go into the back and they're like cut my life into pieces <laughs> this is my last resort like 
everybody was and listening I, to it because the, the and the album sales bear that out like no, everybody like, they sold was. so many copies in in that period from like 98 to like 2004 i think was right. like if you look at every single new metal band they were all like chart toppers like platinum fucking shit yeah for that Fred brief Bruce. period and then they all still sell albums they all still tour but they have never again like hit that level and i think it was like this sort of like artificial like everybody was saying like oh it sucks and then and then like all the new bands that came out after just kept proving every shitty thing they were saying about it right but but then there's still like like i'm from like northern alberta and like they're like everybody loves that shit <laughs> where i'm from yeah. i don't know if well, it fits but... it fits the i don't know it fits the kind it's... of motif i guess a little bit right yeah like the yeah. white the white suburban kind of like not quite rural um yeah. but definitely definitely not urban for the most part experience the, i call them the the, the contractor class right they, like yeah. they all got... have a truck that's like their business and they all like do like carpentry or like cement mixing on the side or whatever Absolutely. yeah it's for sure trade. for sure yeah yeah the sub the subcontractors yeah for sure but i mean it's i didn't know are there are there um are there big names still in new metal? Like I thought it had died maybe. Well, it doesn't, I don't think there's like, cause I don't think there's new metal anymore. Like nobody makes right. like new it's metal evolved. in that way. Yeah. What's, there's like bands that definitely something? incorporate that shit into their sound. Like I think of like, even yeah, like I a... love pop is one of my favorite bands and they're more oh, of a punk okay. band, but yeah. they like a lot of their stuff is like, like this just, it's not even obvious. It's just like, I feel like, I feel like in a way when I first started listening to them, they reminded me of new metal bands. And I don't know if it's just like the production on their albums, but mm. because like th they have such a different sound, that's also like indie rock. But that's what I mean is like every band that is influenced by new metal bands, they bury it in like seven other layers because like, it's all shit mm. that they listen to when they're 16 and they don't have it in their conscious mind anymore. It's just so subconscious. Mm. That's interesting. That's There's one maybe thing I'm wrong, but that's interesting because there's, I don't know. There's one thing that I really did like about a lot of the new metal bands, even if they were just the one eight wonders was they would normally like, the, at least if they, they got to the point where they could make like two or three albums, they would start throwing like weird covers, like covers that came out of like way left field. Like, like there's Limp Biscuit covered, like, uh, George Michael's faith. And well, but like, that was the song. Like cool. That like, was the like song that covers. made Limp Biscuit, man. Like that yeah. came out. That's what I'm talking about. Like Limp Biscuit, so like, Th that came or out that was what got them on like total request live and shit like that right was, was that, like, that, this, is, this is a sick cover i like this cover well and it's also like that's like equ literally equivalent to that now you're just somebody that i used to know song because that's a cover like how many people oh. get big on youtube doing covers and then like parlay that into like a career selling original records there's like yeah, at least man. three or four people like that right i think i love a good cover like what was the other one orgy did a cover of blue monday that's i really like liked. orgy is on the new metal playlist on spotify and they're not like that's that's the other thing is like there's all these bands that they're like more grungy yeah came around that time period and like they're specifically influenced by like bands like new order and joy division like yeah. they're more like a almost like a like a mixing of like that True. like i don't think i would stuff orgy with... in the new metal category of what but they're on, on the they're, they're on the and they came out at the same time and there was fan base crossover i think is what it was hmm. 
you know what you know what soundtrack had the most new metal soundtrack of all time i guarantee it it was queen of the damned you should check out check out the soundtrack to queen of the damned oh is that the film Aaliyah was in yeah it was, Aaliyah was in it, it. it was yeah it was Aaliyah's right, last he... movie yeah Damn. Um, but yeah, it's full of like Static X and Limp Bizkit, I think. Well, there's and, that, uh, and then there's Dracula 2000, which was the other like it was like the other sexy vampire movie that came out around that time. It was a few years later. It, Gerard Butler played Dracula. It's really oh, bad. Oh wait, but it's full. It's the, that's one of the disturbed Gerard big Butler. things that they did. Oh, Gerard wow, yeah. Butler, new metal icon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you could tell. I could see Gerard Butler rocking those like little like. Uh, what is it the like flavor saver uh metal metal teeth that the disturbed guy had well it's funny again like <laughs> flavor saver metal horns coming out of his flavor saver <laughs> it's funny oh, yeah. that you mentioned though like like queen of the damned because like what's the other half of that record it's like hop hip-hop and pop you know like 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 they almost metal, like yeah, smashed them together New metal just can't exist without being that like the shadow to like the pop stuff. Like it was all like the opposite to that on the charts was like, I remember watching much music and it being like, Oh man, I got to watch like three Britney Spears videos and an NSYNC video just to see the Papa Roach video. I was like so upset about it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my God. I'm looking at the lineup right now. It's a, it's pure. So it's got both Wayne static and static X on it. Plus what? Chester Bennington, an original Chester Bennington song, I think. Papa Roach, Godhead, I'm not familiar with. It's got Disturbed. You don't know Godhead? I don't. I'm not that familiar. Oh, I think I, I know of them, but I never listened to them. So I will say, like... I I only knew about half the bands on this. There were a couple songs that I was like, when I played them, I was like, oh, I remember that being on the radio. But I, like, there was a specific time where like my taste switched from like the new metal and all that stuff to like more like the punk that was sort of coming out, like that was just under the surface, like rancid, no effects, like propaganda, that kind of stuff. And right. like, I, it was funny how quick it switched. And all of a sudden there were like three or four new metal bands that sort of came after that. I just don't really know. Yeah. Oh man. And it's true. And like, and when I look at some of these songs, like headstrong, like I was like, Oh my God. Yes, I do remember that song. And well, some of these songs I associate with some of the, like the worst like the worst musical time period I yes. think, of all time. <laughs> well, even like, I don't know. Time. Of all time, yeah, I think I think early two thousands may have may have been the worst musical period. It was just such uh, a like it's it's great, like yeah. yeah uh, it's it is funny to think like I realize like we are the Wes and like we are the new metal generation. I think all three of us essentially yeah. like yeah, yeah I'm, I'm definitely on the front on the front edge of it but yeah definitely yeah like we were the ones that like it was like that like grunge and indie rock and then like new metal was sort of the like it's just so interesting to see and i didn't know it that. at the time when all these like three doors down songs or whatever were coming out but like looking back i was like man that music really sucked <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't all bad wes I don't it wasn't know. all bad but well, that's i mean like the three doors I think, down like, was pretty bad I think like re-listening to all this music over this week was like some of it. It was like like the Deftones. I was super impressed with yeah, the Deftones. I, I love the Deftones. I still like them. Like, 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 like I, I remember am. at the time I was like, oh, they're kind of weird. Like they don't really have like. I also was like a big lyrics guy, and the lyrics aren't really like the point no, of the Deftones songs. It's just Chino growling mm -hmm. and and then like crooning. 
Yeah, and like, 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 so the so and, and then he does a bit of scatting, and then yeah and then like and he has like but what's interesting about his lyrics is they have all these like now that i get into them like there's repeating themes throughout every album like even just he reuses like words and like like white pony is about death and the two biggest like imagery systems in it are maggots and flies like he, mm. there's multiple songs with maggot misspelled in the title and there's a bunch of references to flies which i just thought was like it, it's like it's really made me like reevaluate deftones in a lot of mm. ways but like I well, not just like deftones really do like almost like even by their like by white pony they weren't really making like they were the most it was still new metal but it, it's yeah, just like listen to it now there's all these quiet little things that you're like oh hey that's like that's what like isis sounds like like the post-rock band not the terrorist right. group. or like that's what <laughs> like that's what like i remember like listening to um uh, the hope conspiracy who are like a hardcore band. And I was like, this kind of sounds like Deftones. Right. And now that I'm thinking about Deftones, it's like, I'm thinking that they're like, kind of like not as new metal as I would have like, I might not have put them in that genre either. Cause like, well, that's I, what uh, I was saying. like in high school, I was like, I don't like them as much. And now I've, I've grown in appreciation for them, which is like, it makes sense because in high school I fucking like, especially the start of high school, grade 10, like I loved corn and limp biscuit. Those were like my two favorite <laughs> yeah, bands in grade 10. And by like grade 11, I, I was like bread and butter great completely 10. away from them it's mm-hmm. so yeah it's just like one of those things i think like but the deftones i've just like it's and that's like the other thing too is like deftones now that i'm yeah just deftones are legit and even some of the other bands it's like you know this isn't like this isn't like deep or anything but it's not bad yeah and like so along those lines of like you know a more acclaimed somewhat new metal and i definitely would put this band in the new metal category but uh pod like i think oh, they're fully time. new metal and they actually had some acclaim i think they they at least got nominated for i think a grammy or two no they've, they won they're them. like by far like i think like the most because they were the most like marketable new metal band. yeah because they were their songs were used in a lot of i think movies or commercials well, and they were like they had them and creed i think them and creed because they were both like the christian new metal bands right oh so that they was were especially okay. POD i never especially. got the christian vibe from pod like i did from creed no they that was like their whole thing was like they were like well yeah we're chris and like if you listen to their music with that in mind you're like oh okay i get it but like their whole like creed was more like kind of like they didn't want to be like a christian rock band but creed was like like much more flirting I, on the edge with that where i'm not gonna like, lie i fucked with creed for a while <laughs> everybody fucked with creed man creed 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 oh. was then what like taylor swift is now they were like the most like like nobody loved them or like you know what i mean like like they're people like they were just they appealed to more people than you would ever think they would right. and then gonna, uh, what's the scott staff went off the rails like too so yeah <laughs> i got i gotta put my hand up and say that if i fucked with creed or if creed fucked with me it was not consensual it would have been <laughs> purely a radio, a radio or like you know a campsite oh. uh, speaker system situation <laughs> where i did, <laughs> didn't really have a choice we did not it was you guys uh, know about alter bridge right no like alter bridge the band is just creed without the lead singer it's they literally like when they disbanded creed the the rest of the guys reformed with a different singer because they all hated scott stapp so much yeah because well i can understand like yeah he like killed his wife or something or when he went no i think you're thinking of someone else no he's just a guy now 
but craig oh, like you you're like a big pearl jam sure, fan yeah. right um i mean i was i definitely went through yeah. um i mean i appreciate pearl jam today i don't I'm necessarily big, listen to them all that often I had like, a revival of interest in the mid 2000s, but my original interest in Pearl Jam was probably in the early 90s, and then yeah, and, they got really, really popular um, yeah. from from there. And I didn't necessarily pay much attention after a couple of albums. And I just feel like like anyone who sort of like listened to Pearl Jam is kind of inoculated against Creed in that way. Like sure, Creed, like and I don't mean that as like a like they, I mean that they in terms of like, themselves. <laughs> like like Pearl Jam is much better than Creed, but it's like the same thing with like um like like Nickelback and Nirvana. Like you, like Nickelback is nothing like Nirvana, but you see how you got from Nickelback to Nirvana in For terms sure. of like. Why the they both industry, exist? Yeah, like like wanting wanting a product that was like Nirvana but less threatening. They're you know? yeah, they're both eating off the same kill. Yeah, they're yeah. both they're both kind For of sure. yeah, totally. Yeah. No, absolutely. To get back to it, I would say that I think Pod might have won new metal. I think they like came out on top of the new. Well, metal that depends on what right? you mean by one new metal. They won it. They uh, they won it. I mean, I feel I like they ca- they capitalized on it. They they were the most, uh, um, I guess, like critically acclaimed. I think. I think cool. they were okay. the last. They were the last ones to really get the good stuff out of the teat. I think is. What yeah, it is. yeah. Like they really just like they they were on the crest of that wave, and they were so they were like, like everything before or after them was just like, well, there's only room for that one that in that one spot on that crest. So everyone else was either like, had a really great swell and then dropped off, or everyone else was sort of like fighting the tide a little there bit were. there right? were some people that climbed for it though you you mentioned um before the pod uh west borland i think he Dude. caught he caught he caught some of that wave I west think, borland like hates slim biscuit he fucking he, like the, literally like they did like an article about them back in the day and they asked everyone like where do you see in yourself in 20 years and the rest of them were like oh i see myself in a mansion and west borland was like probably not in this band what, yeah, so, I, I remember so obviously he's a bad member but what does he, he was play the bassist, right the guitarist no he's the guitarist and he always had the shark uh contacts like the pure black yeah, like, and he painted contact. his face and stuff like that uh, okay. yeah he was um, the coolest part of the biscuit I well think. that was the, thing, like, <laughs> the, the quickest one to leave <laughs> so i i have to say i will yeah. say um when when i was in like grade 10 or 11 was when West Borland left Limp Biscuit and he did, he did his own shit and he made big dumb face, which is, I will say like, personally, I know they're not good. I know it's, it's really weird and whatever, but big dumb face, which is like West Borland solo stuff he did with his brother is the weirdest, dumbest shit in the world. And it is my favorite new metal record to this day. Cool. I haven't heard. Okay. It. I remember. I remember when he broke away, and it was like this big, this big deal. Because yeah, yeah, they were. I, I remember him. Like a lot of. I. I don't think a lot of people li- listen to Limp Bizkit. Uh, like after you know, the, you guys know the song "Fish Heads." Like fish heads, fish, fish heads, heads roly poly fish heads. heads. Head. Imagine fish if head. someone did a a new metal version of that song and turned it into an album. Dude. And that's what that's what like it was it was because West apparently like West Borland was always trying to make Limp Biscuit listen to Ween in in the in the in the tour bus and they were Amazing. always him. and that's, that's so what cool. it is it's like Ween plus new metal is the only way I can describe it. 
Yeah, and yeah. uh and it's just like I, I and there's a lot of people that fucking hate that record i would not have thought I that love it. It does i love it weird. so much it, and i think by far it was the most like self-aware and to the point of like parodying itself while also like in a way taking itself completely seriously um like they have a song called mighty penis laser <laughs> I mean, and it's exactly right what you alley. think it is yeah I, I'm here for that, and that also sounds nothing like I would have expected from a West Portland solo. Yeah. It's so interesting that you mentioned um, the self-parody thing, because I've had a couple of conversations with people over the last couple of weeks um, Mm -hmm. where we actually talked about metal, maybe not necessarily new metal, but certainly like some acts that maybe would cross over a little bit. Like you could see, you know, I, I wasn't really into a lot of new metal, frankly, by the time... It, right by the time that I it mean, arrived i was kind of like Ugh. you don't have to apologize, you don't have to apologize <laughs> for that craig <laughs> but um but i do well, feel I do. like some of the metal that i liked that was inf- influenced by new metal certainly um well that's the thing and i think like we should talk about like a like faith no more living color and rage against the machine like we kind of talked about sort of like body count a little but even like those four bands like like again like sometimes they get called new metal sometimes they're they're not really in new metal in the sense of what new metal became but like that's right. what i was saying with like blue cheer is like a or even like um like um like some led zeppelin songs are considered they they like invented heavy like they were sort of heavy metal the first thing for people to call it heavy metal but they're no longer heavy metal just because of how the genre has like drifted right right so that's, it's that's all what I'm kind of subjective to a time and place that yeah for sure yeah yeah but just that some of those acts that i did continue to listen to maybe you know i would listen to rage against the machine after mm-hmm. the two you know after the 90s for example um and i would listen to like system of a down or like deftones um Son but you did down, right. you did sometimes get a sense and like when a new album would come out, even if the first like earlier albums were these definitive things or whatever, um, it did seem like, and the same thing happened with Rage, um, that it was kind of self-parodying a little bit. It's like, well, how many, time, you yeah. know, the first album or two, you're kind of like, whoa, like this is raw stuff. And like, check out this subject matter. And this is so emotional. And like, these guys are super proficient at doing their thing. And it is spectacular and like edgy and raw. And there's no rules. Like they're out, they're way out. They're going rogue kind of thing. And then by yeah. three albums, three albums in, you're like, um i realize you guys probably you've been paid very very well for all of this so now what are you so angry about what and also like like, oh and this is the song where zach goes oh and this is the song where zach goes like and or like whatever and then like or this is the one where serge goes yeah exactly the pattern became clear so clear that it was and it just becomes a self-parody after a while yeah 
and that's what it became. And so then after that point, I was like, oh, okay. So even though, even the acts, the few acts that I was still willing to embrace at that stage, I was kind of like, ah, whatever. It's just, it's just all a joke. I feel like these guys are all laughing at us <laughs> because they're like, yes, you can identify with our emotive musical presence. Or worse, um, they're like just, they're just like <laughs> miming it for a fucking paycheck. Yeah, exactly. And, and then you're like, like or, oh man. Or they take themselves so badass. seriously that they're like it's like oh my god you're fucking embarrassing at this point and you know what this is where um and this is a big pivot but this is where artists like your david bowie's and your madonna's and your reinvention machines uh this is how they avoid that they avoid becoming self-parodies by becoming chameleons by being chameleons by being cultural like touchstones uh, the self-parody that I found yes. the right. few, the few metal, maybe in the periphery of new metal bands that I liked in the late nineties. Um, I kind of stopped liking them because I found that they were self-parody. They seem to be becoming a self-parody. And I feel like the rage right. of Against the Machine doesn't work after the third album. And I'm no longer 14 and uh-huh. you know yes. or, or whatever That's, whatever it is oh. and like the whole thing and joe made a comment about uh nirvana and how kurt cobain was self-aware enough to realize that his only future was as a parody of himself yeah um and <sighs> so the or to quit or to like quit music and, and actually start a revolution like right, and like, right. like those are your two options when you get to that that right. was why like i think like especially like new metal became more of that like the angry boy like rebelling against his parents because that was the safer one in terms of like sublimate your anger into this like individual like oh yeah your parents were assholes so therefore that's why you're an asshole instead of like oh yeah the system's fucking you over and it fucked your parents over and that's why you're all assholes right right Mm. yeah totally and so the operating in um in an industry that requires commercial viability, but also in an industry that requires creative expression and um, authenticity and emotional expression, it is like contradicting itself, right? Because how after the third album or the second album or whatever, how are you going to keep on authentically expressing yourself and remaining commercially viable unless you're literally a savant, unless you're literally like... Above, well, and you're above I mean, the fold, you know, the, somehow there's only a certain type of like musician that's cultivated that air that gets to change like that. Right. Like, that's the thing is like, if a lot of those new metal bands changed and we're like, yeah, we're like a fucking like a uh, mumble rap unit now, but we have new metal roots. People would have been like, you're fucking fake, man. Like what the fuck? Because like, they don't get to do that on, or like, then there has to be like that that proof that proving of like i am a serious artist or whatever bullshit which like right or wrong i just think like that's what is expected is like the new metal because it was so tied to not only this specific personality um that they couldn't then necessarily be become like you know even like a, a paul mccartney much less like 
um, I don't know what's a good example of like, like a Brian Eno or someone, someone who's like known for mm-hmm. like, yeah, maybe they started as this, but, or even like, I don't know, like Ian Mackay is kind of that, but not really because he's always kind of done the same thing in, in a certain way. I don't know. And Ian Mackay is like a way off. Who's Ian Mackay? He's the minor threat Fugazi guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. She sort of moved from like punk to like indie, indie rock in a way. Like, I don't know. I'm just saying like, there's only a very small percentage of artists who are sort of like viewed as someone who can, who can change with the times and not be seen as like a sellout or a phony. Right. Right. Totally. It doesn't work for everyone. You either have to have, yeah, there's just a certain set of ingredients. But yeah, I think you, you can like, when you like the, those early, like the pioneers of, I don't want to say, I still don't want to classify like, uh, iced tea and, uh, and, uh, rage necessarily as new metal but well, they weren't like, like that's the thing i think yeah. right but they but inspired they inspired the more, people yeah. that became new metal i think yeah like exactly well, absolutely it's it's like the like mc5 versus the remotes thing right, right. Like, mc5 exactly. was ultimately like a rock band that still had that really early even television God, television MC5. is like this weird bluesy prog band but they they aren't really punk but because they were like a played with a bunch of punk bands and b like were formative to that that type of music and like made an influence on that type of music. They're now seen as a punk band, even though True. like they don't even sound like what most right. of those bands sound like now. Or like, um, death. and I think, but it, I, they like, were, yeah, death the, is like the, the perfect orange, example. Yeah. The orange man, or the Minutemen or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Bands like that for sure. That were just like, so ahead of the thing mm. that when it comes to, you know, record executives who sign, you know, like A&Rs that sign acts, actually noticing and being up to speed with how marketable something is yeah those those bands are long doing whatever else as individuals probably not necessarily to do with that band maybe still as artists but that that project is long gone and yeah but their genre that they spawned has become this thing that they're not even really a part of necessarily yeah and that's that's kind of what i was speaking to like especially with body count and like all of rage against the machine songs like they they were they were speaking to like different movements and like actual things that you know well like those are the only bands with non-white people in them is it like obviously we're like (laughs) like obviously there's a lot of that going on yeah but i think like was not body count and a lot of uh rage's songs like i feel like they were like speaking directly to like the lapd and like shit with like the yes they were political and and is expressing something that was not at all a mainstream view at the time and and like mainstreamed in a way um even if it got like changed or like watered down later that then like the other bands couldn't just do because like a because of the self-parody thing but b because also like when you're a when you're a big name record like a big name musician who's like selling records, you got to You got to be broad enough to appeal, but you also got to have what your band does that the other bands that are like you don't do. Yeah. And that was sort of like, like that's how new metal got so crazy. was like, by the end, there were all these individual bands that they each had a really flimsy gimmick or a really sort of like, yeah, like small piece. And I feel like that's why Nickelback and, 
puddle of mud and all those bands that came along yeah. after yeah they like the reason they the worst, appealed the was worst because era of music they were boring as fuck they didn't have a gimmick there was just nothing about them other than like it was just like yeah this yeah. is like a straight ahead like this is the same shit you heard before but stripped down and you don't have to deal with all the bullshit and like then we realized that was boring and at least these other acts like had like a unique weird thing that was like imitable and funny but like it was still like that was their appeal was they just they just went right to the like oh, i fucking hate my wife i'm like disappointed in my father and like i don't have a job and i got a truck and that's all there was to it right mm. yeah i think no, i that's i think that is like yeah the the that pioneer pioneering i whatever the older stuff like the rage the the ice tea and some of those earlier bands like yeah i feel like they were speaking to actual issues whereas like the the new metal like became more of just like yeah the pop like almost like whiny version of like kind of what what maybe it, it was aspiring to try and be yeah but yeah i think i've i've already said like who i think my my favorite seminal uh you know new metal works were but um definitely corn I mean, I fucked with Limp Biscuit way more than I should have, but <laughs> and no, then... Limp Biscuit has some great songs. Yeah. They just like like all the other new metal bands. I think to a certain extent, you bought for the album. Limp Biscuit, it was like no, they're a band that makes like singles. That's right. what they do, right? Like they're a song factory, and yeah. if a song sucks, they just like shit it out and put it on the album, and you skip over it. Whereas, like I think a lot of the other new metal bands, like at least they were trying things, and like then you have like Deftones, who are the opposite, where the single doesn't nearly matter as much as the flavor and the texture of the whole album. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That was a really good observation. Yeah. I think so too. Like I, yeah. yeah, and I think that's the thing about new metal is like we're re- we're back to it now, and we're over the cultural stigma and the stupidness or whatever, and now we can sort of look at it and be like, oh, there are actually some neat little gems here. You know? Totally. And I, yeah, I do think they are there, and they can you can still like them. You don't have to. For any new metal fans out there, you don't have to listen in shame. You can. Yeah, come out. Be be there with us. Enjoy but, it. But maybe a little the most shame, metal actually. thing of all, new or otherwise just owning yeah. owning your owning your tastes owning right. your your style you owning know? your tastes right. is new metal hell yeah that's like nobody <laughs> says like nobody says new metal like they say like that's fucking metal like yeah, like, that's new, new metal, new metal that's yeah. why i threw that in there it was yeah. a little bit of a jab I... yeah <laughs> yeah so, but my yeah i've never so just, I just, think a, so just a little singer a bob a stinger if you will uh yeah i think yeah again like it was fun listening to these bands and like remembering which ones i thought were amazing in high school like i thought papa roach was fucking amazing in high school and now i'm like i mean that one this is embarrassing like i'm not like papa roach is definitely the most embarrassing i'm not a huge rap guy but that guy cannot rap (laughs) like it's so papa roach is definitely the most embarrassing new metal and like maybe he's good now i don't know I think like I, that's the other crazy thing is like I was listening to Kitty today who are like the were like the girl new metal band and they're like actually just a metal band. Like yeah, metal, yeah. and then and then like finding out that they were like 14 years old when they made that first album and they were like like that's why the other thing I think I didn't get into is like because these new metal bands were like just forming when they were plucked like a lot of their albums that were their big hit albums like they're good and they have like a thing, but they don't like a lot of their, their, their stuff after was the more interesting stuff. Like, and, and like these bands kept releasing albums and doing like different things, but they just like, because they were so 
categorized in that first sound and it like was like no this is what new metal sounds like that that people don't recognize that yeah on some of those other albums they do do like even i'm not saying they're like turning into like captain beefheart or something but like they there was like experiments that they did on each album and they kind of just nobody thinks of those albums because that's not what the era was yeah i and that's i think that's the thing is like it is at least new metal did it solidified itself as you know that early that early 2000 early aughts kind of thing that a lot of you know a lot of kids whatever the the cool kids were listening all to. the kids with eyebrow yeah. rings yeah. piercings well you gotta catch true. the new generation going through their angsty their angsty phase right right like give them, and give i wonder the vent to i wonder if we could draw parallels because i don't like at least i can't think of something that is like you know come and gone and like had such an impact Emo, dude and... like 100 like the, screen, yeah, the, okay. the later stuff like the scene stuff with like the crazy hair and like the like the monster yeah. the, the like glow in the dark monster like long yeah, band okay, names yeah. like 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 vampire weekend is like the shortest band name like panic at the disco and then like what his they not were... his um like the number 12 looks like you like they all have like those really long band names and like yeah. under oath is like sort of like the, that under oath is the corn and then like the the like the trap was or even, like the mud that was even more like short-lived i think the number 12 it? looks like you yeah that was, well that was, that was even more same. short-lived i think yeah maybe it had a, it was yeah, just like emo had less than, i don't know i don't think emo had even 10 years yeah i no, almost relate it more even to disco well that's because of panic at the disco <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, this is another episode disco. yeah I just think like, I think there are like, there's never an exact equivalent. And like, I think also like we all grew up around that time. So it's like, you can't separate that in a way of like, that was sort of like a certain things were crystallized for you then period, no matter what, like those were the, those were the years. True. They were pretty, those years were pretty formative for us. So I'm sure new metal has like a more prominent place in our memories than it does people slightly older or slightly younger than us. Or even with that, we just experienced it as it was the thing instead of like sort of looking back on it or even looking forward on it as like adults who had already like bought into like a musical subculture that turned out to be like a bunch of suits and ties telling a drunk guy to sing on stage about his pain right Right. spoiler alert that's all of them them we're giving away the secret we can't tell them we can't tell them they're all good they're great no i um okay yeah all all right uh favorite and and you can include all the 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 proto new metal and the post new metal uh let's go out the band we think won new metal well, I mean, I feel uh, like uh, 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 <laughs> I want us to go in around in a circle. Okay, okay, I'm, okay, okay, okay. I'm imposing structure here. Okay? okay. 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 I want us to each say like, so the band we think won new metal, uh, the band that most encapsulates new metal and then our personal favorite. Okay. Nice little I like spice this. I like this. I like it. I like it. So yeah, for me, it was definitely like, I think the band that won new metal is uh, disturbed because no one else gets the, Ooh, ah, like, that's just <laughs> like, they won. They, I, have, they, they have the cultural imprint of like the most, the, like the least amount of words ever to encapsulate a genre. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm not going to argue with that. To me, the like, the, the like sort of like, if someone was like, what's new metal, I would still point to corn. For me, it's always corn. And then I think I would say now my favorite my favorite new metal band personally um, is the Deftones because I don't think Big Dumb Face is a band. It's like a side project or like a 
a weird one-off. So I'm going to say Deftones is my favorite new metal band. Ooh, okay. Okay. Um, Interesting. I'll definitely try not to cringe about the, what was it called? Disturbed? Disturbed. <laughs> everything oh, else. They, I they think won new metal. They won new metal. I mean, me. yeah, that's fair. That's oh, fair. Man. If you okay, well, okay. If we're gonna be next, then I would. Do you have say... a rebuttal, Craig? That's my only rebuttal. <laughs> none of us can. I like that we're all like we're all doing really bad versions of it. Like just like I'm none a, of us can actually. It's hard. Like I'm barely like, familiar with about. it. Oh, <laughs> I'm so familiar with it. Okay. I remember there's a time I made like. I was there's a period of my life where I made a lot of anime music videos. Oh, and dude, I you were an AMV. You were an AMV. Oh my god, I was an AMV head. I probably watched a bunch of your videos. I distinctly remember. I think I made I made one. I definitely made a DBZ one to a to disturbed. I it was definitely down with the sickness <laughs> with it, without a doubt. And I'm, I'll see if I can dig them up in my in my archives, but I there might even be one or two uh creed all right <laughs> i want to see these we're gonna put these these will be patreon exclusive if i can i can see if i can pay, dig them up. you gotta join the cave goblins patreon to see wes's amvs <laughs> yeah. and if we can't find them we'll make him make some put my creed amvs behind the paywall <laughs> <laughs> definitely all right uh, who wants to go I, next i'll go next because i've already said one of mine i've said that i think pod definitely i think epitomized and like they took they took new metal to I guess it's like echelon. I think they took, they did everything that you could do with the genre. I think I'll say POD capitalized the most on it. My personal favorite, or no, I guess I've already said, I know that corn, I think encapsulates it more. And I think corn was the band that like when they came on the scene, that was, I feel when new metal officially arrived is when corn started. Uh, so I think they're probably the most seminal uh, new metal band, but in terms of my favorite, I might have to say, um, does Orgy count as new metal? We're, I'm, I'm going to allow it. I'm saying like anything I'll that say, was even okay. new metal adjacent is going to be I'll allowed. say Orgy for new metal adjacent, and that's only because I remember listening to their Blue Monday cover like on repeat like for like two months when I was in like grade 11. So I'll, I'll just give it to Orgy for that one song. <laughs> I don't even know what their other songs are. Me either. Okay. Those are my cool. Picks. Craig, your verdicts, please. All right. So the most the de, like de, genre defining act um, for me would also be Corn. I think that the first Corn album had um, like a an Ice Cube cover from Predator from from Ice Cube's first album, which is um, actually pretty cool. And definitely like a definitive new metal moment, I guess. Also, yeah. the beginning of the end of me really being all that interested in it, but I appreciated oh, right. the cover. That's a pretty cool. It's a pretty cool cut. Right. Um, who won new metal? <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, people who own record labels won new metal. Wait, actually, <laughs> I was going to say that, and then I was like, I'm going to leave that one for Craig, because I know he's going to say it. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, the, you're right. yeah, the packaging of underground and like angsty, emotional aesthetics, um, successful, very successful on that one. They did. Um, 
In terms of an act, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess maybe it would be, I don't know. I don't even know. Who <laughs> was the on. most commercially successful? Let's say Limp Bizkit. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they seemed, it Limp seemed Bizkit. like nice. them becoming popular was, was my, as they became po- I, popular, my interest waned. I will say that I, I think Limp Bizkit climbed the highest in terms of like making it to like pretty much the height of like a pop star. I think Limp Bizkit was like on par almost with like your Britney Spears and Justin well, Timberlake. Oh, yeah, big time. He like, yeah, yeah. he like dated a bunch of them. Like yeah. that was his whole thing. And that Timmy was like what everyone yeah. was like, is Nookie about Christina Aguilera? Like that exactly. was the whole Oh yeah, thing. Eminem wrote the whole like lyric about it. Well, and then that possibly like, Genie in a Bottle was about how Fred Durst couldn't find her G-spot or whatever. Like, what? <laughs> no way. Oh my God. Like, that was the whole thing that? was like, everyone was like, are those, so-? like, did they write songs about each other? And it's like, oh they probably, they, like, they probably fucked like a hundred people in that Genie time. In you know, like, like it's not a, like, <laughs> they didn't, they weren't thinking of one person when they wrote those songs. Oh man. No. That Fred, always looking for the WAP. <laughs> Ready? Uh, I can trace man. a direct line from so, from Faith No More to WAP. We can find the line. <laughs> we WAP. can trace the lineage and find Chocolate it. starfish we and the hot dog flavored water was the original WAP. <laughs> <laughs> and it was about Christina Aguilera. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hot dog Get flavored water. First. There we go. <laughs> spoiler alert that's i don't um, think you should defame christina aguilera like that she doesn't deserve that no right. she did absolutely nothing to deserve that she seems like she an, did, an, a nice lady other than the fact that she's a millionaire or whatever oh man she's got the pipes remember that does video she still she have the pipes that's disgusting wes why can't you think of her personality or something no man she's yeah. got pipes. <laughs> all you can think of is her singing voice come on i mean it's good have you heard it it is at least it's it was good, good. I, it's, it's fluctuated i think a bit i think it's good again I think it's still good. Um, what I don't even know is, does she still do things? She does. Well, she's on The Voice. That you know. Yeah. Oh, there we I go. I feel like TV, a lot of TV those personality. A yeah, lot of those it. people are now. I feel like that's where the new metal guys all went too. Is like they're all like reality <laughs> stars now. I wish. Totally. I wish. That's the like, take anything I, to the reality I show bet Fred is. Durst has had a reality show. I don't know if it was a successful he's one, but he's option, definitely option. had. Oh, okay, wait. Dude, I Sorry. bet you he had a reality show like production company. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Multiple you're right. Reality that's, shows. Fred Durst is yeah. like like whatever you say about Fred Durst, like he clearly is not like like a, a like he's he's also he's no George Burns, all right. He, no, but he like that guy is an operator. Is. Like yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah. right. He knows he he knows how to get to he knows yeah. how to get a million dollars out of something. So hey. I'm sorry. What was the third category again? Uh, personal yeah. favorite. My personal favorite. Okay. Um, well, my personal favorite that I would that I would consider new metal. And adjacent is fine as well. Sure. Yeah. I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go with those proto acts. Even though those are definitely my favorite. Yeah. So, I would have um, said rage against the machine, but I don't want to sully their name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there should be any shame about the new metal moniker. I don't, name, I don't think there should be any just... shame about sullying rage against the machine. I'm fine with that. <laughs> that too. Okay, Capi- I capitalist I categories. Yeah. Um, but I would probably go with Deftones too. I would say it holds up the most yeah, of Deftones what I would consider, too. like what I would consider bona fide new metal. Well, even just listening to the albums, it's like they have like their songs, like their songs have a sound, but there's so much different like to, like st- 
textures is like what i was trying to say like there's yeah, so many yeah. different textures to all their songs like they have like the sweet soft song that's still like a new metal song but it's like a love song and then they also have the song about like yeah like someone turning into like a fly or like yeah. god moving its tongue like yeah I'm it's just like ugh, i'm still but... mostly partial to adrenaline i think is there oh, i'm not the sure early cut that's their first album yeah right i am i don't know i'm not as familiar with later albums but the further on you get the less familiar i am yeah but and i i still look, definitely like that album it's amazing yeah and and i think like what's interesting was like i had i knew i know i knew like I, di- I didn't actually know Adrenaline that well. My albums were Around the Fur and White Pony. Like those are my two, yeah, the two ones. Like Around the Fur was the one I really dug. And then like White Pony was like, like just everybody was playing it in my friend group. Um, but then they did another album that was just self-titled from 2003. And that album is definitely, I would say like when they sort of did, they were still the most Deftones before they became sort of like something else. Mm. but still like the most expansive version of the Deftones that existed. I really think they fully fleshed out the, the persona of the, of the act. Yeah, for sure. That's that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I have to check that out then. We should just do an episode on the Deftones guys. Yeah. (laughs) I second bananas. Yeah. They're not really like, I think like that's the weird thing is like, I don't think they were ever second bananas. Like they always felt like they were kind of off doing their own thing in the new metal thing. Like they, they like it, it's they just were just like, doing their thing, and the new metal thing came and went. Kind yeah, of and they were yeah. kind of like because they were adjacent to that sound, or they toured with the same people. I think that was the thing about a lot of new metal bands was like there was a lot of bands that like really like they weren't all like like all of the grunge bands were like from Seattle or like Seattle or whatever, right? Like they had all gone up together. Whereas like I think the new metal bands like they were sort of like the box they were put into was sort of like the surface layer as opposed to like them all coming from the same scene, I guess. I don't know. Right. I'm, I mean, I might just be talking about my freaking ass here, but no, yeah. I could, I mean, I can, I could see that. I could see that being a thing. I could see it being really beneficial for a lot of acts that are adjacent to yeah. what was new metal in that time, like in the last five years of the nineties or whatever, to be able to have, some big acts even if they weren't quite exactly what you would say that you're you know the music that you wanted to make is to be able to go on tour and like maybe hit some festivals with or whatever to have an audience for yeah metal through some new metal or to maybe transition some people over from you know maybe someone's taking the journey over from hip-hop or they're taking the journey over from like harder heavier yeah. kind of new metal-y stuff and they check out and you know and, and they find deftones or they find one of these heavier like i don't know longer burning acts um that type of stuff is awesome and you know what i think that as an artist uh you would probably welcome it you know there's a certain amount of like protectivism or puritanism that goes into music and movements and scenes whether it's political or musical or whatever whatever it is but at the end of the day if you're able to tour and play music in front of people and do your thing probably as an artist for at least for a while that's going to be what you're looking for right yeah so if during this five-year period you got to go on a couple of stupid new metal tours 
um, as the Deftones or whatever, then you're like, sure. You have whatever. to like put up with Scott right. Stapp well, trying to tell you he's cool backstage. Right. Exactly. Cool, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally. Scott, cool. like we gotta, we're going to go play now, but uh, exactly. Cool. And I think there are bands that know, and at that time, you know, those bands uh, did, some of them did know that they had their fan base and that there was kind of, you know, there's some stuff going on in the industry and ebbs and flows and whatever. And mm-hmm. they could either try and hitch their wagon and double down and come out with an extra turntable list and like, you know, make sure you get some dancing girls on stage next time to really like double down on the <laughs> new metal ishness or whatever. Um, or like throw on necessarily... some masks and jumpsuits and like <laughs> right. make people smell a dead crow in a jar. <laughs> like yeah. do some like carnival shit, you know? Like I mean, to be honest with for you, Marilyn Manson yeah. and Slipknot. That kind of stuff, I True. actually kind of appreciate, even though there's like a a, a shtick to it. Um, more than just being like, look, it's hip hop culture for like white dudes with trucks or whatever um i kind of you know what i mean i'm i'm a little bit more open to the former <laughs> over the latter i'm just like what oh, do you man. think white dudes with trucks would like well <laughs> a couple more bikini clad ladies <laughs> a couple more shiny things um I yeah, think well, like some ladies. weirdo with his rib with his bottom rib removed like you do your thing man yeah, you're, man. Hus- you're hustling <laughs> I, I appreciate that <laughs> Well, Marilyn Manson is that other miss. Like, there's so like that's the crazy thing about this period is like, there's so much of that weird shit that like, like kind of is new metal, but not really. Like Marilyn Manson started before new metal, and he kind of even had a career after. But like, you can't really separate him from that stuff. Oh yeah, or like the the industrial crossover stuff too. Like like Fear Factory um, was like a crazy metal band from the '90s that was industrial. I forgot about Fear Factory. Like or a lot maybe around the same time as like nine inch nails and and that kind of stuff yeah and and all that stuff was happening at the same time and it was sort of these like the this yeah like that's the thing it's like there's so much that music that like on one hand like people think new metal and they think like oh this like sort of like you know either like a guy a guy with dreads and a disgusting neck beard like screaming about his dad on stage or it's like a fucking like like a, a a white guy who's dressed like NWA, like jumping up and down and telling girls to show them, show them their tits. But then there's also like all that stuff was at the same time. as like, yeah, nine inch nails and like Marilyn Manson and all this stuff that's sort of like seminal now. And like, they were like, like, I think like they all came from different places, but they were like the record label sort of like pushed them up. Like, like a like a like a gross the white head the goo under a pimple <laughs> and like surface. forced it yeah. onto the surface of pop culture and like some of it was like it's like it's disgusting but like probably the best some of it is like really i don't know i guess the, the <laughs> pimple metaphor breaks down because like you don't keep the goo from a pimple <laughs> but like well, that's there was the thing like, but new metal did kind of get discarded it was like ew, oh i can't believe we did that and you feel guilty afterwards. and we knew it was gross from the beginning <laughs> yeah. like, oh man we shouldn't have popped that <laughs> i knew that was gonna be a mistake yeah. <laughs> but then you know that the only way for it to heal is to pop it just do just to, it yeah you, <laughs> you can't pop, you can't bubble. get trent Reznor without popping a few zits is what oh we're saying god. oh my god <laughs> amazing i think that that sums uh, it up pretty good i think yeah guys new metal pimple fresh skin trent Reznor. We super didn't even, wholesome like, episode there's so I, yeah well it was new metal there was no way this was gonna be a wholesome episode i'm surprised it didn't get more vulgar 
Uh, yeah, well, I'm, there's a couple. Yeah, the only thing I wish I had brought up that I didn't is actually I forgot to mention that Vanilla Ice tried to capitalize on the new metal uh, craze. I remember. Oh, that's Ooh. right. He tried okay. to he tried to cap a comeback as a new metal artist, and uh, it didn't work. It didn't work. I think he, he <laughs> came in a little too late. He missed the wave. I wish I wish he would have. I wish we knew new metal as like the Vanilla Ice comeback. I want to live in that universe. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> same here, man. Imagine he did a ninja rap like remix. Oh fuck! Yeah, that's me. what he should have done. He should have done a new metal version of Go Ninja Go, and then he would have he would have done it. But he, yeah, shit, he would have had me with that. What's the movie that he's in where he's like the really angry record store employee that beats people up? Oh, I, I want to say it. it's like that movie, the Teenage Dirtbag movie, but I'm not a hundred percent. That's not Empire. Weedus. What the fuck? Weedus? Like, Weedus was new metal. Like, it was like that same okay. shit, but it was like not new metal. It was, yeah. It, yeah, I don't like, know if it was new metal, but yeah, it was, it was around then. It could have been. Yeah, it was definitely a, a little sidestep, but he, Weedus was like, well, Weedus was, I would put in the same genre as Alien Ant Farm. Which I guess well, could be like new metal. Alien maybe. Ant Farm is on the the Spotify playlist. Like okay. I, I remember thinking okay. Alien Ant Farm was new metal. Right? Fair no, enough. No, Alien I'll, Ant Farm I'll is like more that. like almost like a new metal um, with a with kind of because they covered Michael Jackson and like. Do you know what's important? Actually, sorry to interrupt, Joe. What are we defining no. as new metal? What, well, are the the com- thing. what are the components it, of a new I, metal? Yeah, act? that's a good. <laughs> we should have done this at the start, right? That's okay. I we think can retroactively do it. I, I don't know, Joe. Power. You probably have a better idea. For me, it was the um, the the heavy metal influence with the like your your like rapping sort of. You sort of like have some like rap spoken word slash vocal yeah. like well, spoken rapped vocals. Those were and the to big. To me, it wasn't like, even the 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 rap vocals or like the spoke. It was like a. It was it was definitely like there was less singing and there was more like like even like corn. It's like he's like kind of just yelling and stuff, and it sort of yeah. broke out of that. Like it isn't but even just spoken word. Some, like, was... like... Yeah, he's doing some <laughs> scatting and stuff, but there scatting, is yeah. like a turntableist turntableism element. I think. And like an urban aesthetic to corn. Yeah, to me, like, it's there's like some not scratching. Even... There's like you know they've crossfading through yeah. a couple of tracks during like the course the of the rock blend. And I think right. grooves, especially like those those first new metal bands like Corn, Limp Biscuit, um, like even the the Deftones, like all of that first wave that was sort of like the definers. They all had like really big grooves. Like the bass was like much more like it wasn't straight ahead metal. Like metal was always very like rock and like, it didn't have that like, like funky groove or like hip hop beat to the bass. And that's what really like corn and Limp Bizkit both really had was right. there was always that like groove in their music. And then like Deftones did it in a different way that was more like textural and like goth music. But then like, I think the bands that came later either like they did go like, like fear factory or like static X where it was like, they just, fully embraced electronic and techno and like house music and shit for their beats or they went like straight rock like like trapped and like huba stank and all those that were the more polished like that was the stuff that like the college bros listen to instead of like the like the Dang. the meth dealers in southern right. california when you don't want right? your when you yeah when you don't want your sensibilities to be offended but you still want to show that you're badass but yeah, to me, the 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 groove of the bass and the sort of like then the guitars sort of like, uh, 
texturizing that groove in a way that would then and then having some more like a lead line that was very like both distorted and like um uh echoey to like sort mm-hmm. of round out that sound and to me that's like the new metal sound is like a gr- right. me- metal with a groove almost is what i would put it as okay okay yeah i don't know i'm probably metal wrong no, I, I, I would like love i would love some pitchfork nerds or some like consequence of sound nerds to come and yeah. on the show and just like come own us, us with corrections come at us just record nerds. yourself like tearing us to pieces and we will put it on the podcast <laughs> yeah man i swear i don't know i think you're probably gonna find that it's pretty unanimous um but it's all about texturizing the groove <laughs> <laughs> i love texturizing the groove. the groove it's my favorite uh right in there texturize that groove and you've got yourself a good batch of new metal <laughs> Tight. Indeed. Tight. Uh, yeah awesome this has been a really interesting <laughs> reflection yes. for sure this was a, a very very big trip down memory lane for me it, yeah it that, i think like waves of nostalgia yeah same big time big time oh and, uh, yeah i'd like to think i've i have evolved made my peace in music but you know what when that creep Dude, comes on, I'm gonna I'm I'm repping the Deftones now all the time. I might get a Deftones T-shirt to be honest. I uh, I like that band a lot now. Yeah, they're yeah. good. I do like I was... Deftones, and yeah, I'm gonna revisit them. Yeah, I'm gonna try Sorry, their to their self-titled. Yeah, that man. You recommended do it. Um, it's not necessarily new metal, <clears throat> um, related, but it is definitely metal related. I went to see Jamila Woods uh, with my fiance last year. I think it was last year. I don't know. Time is meaningless. But when there are still shows, and she's definitely not a metal artist, um, like you know, kind of soul R and B, kind of urban act from Chicago, and her band, which I would expect to be along the lines of, uh, say, I mean, she's not really pure hip hop by any measure, but more along the lines of the band that played with Odyssey, Wes. I don't know if you, if Odyssey had yeah. a live band when you saw him, but um, you know, yeah. like a, a hip hop act with a live band can be really good because they can just pivot and go through like soul tracks or funk or jazz kind of like jam out a little bit or even rock out or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. can do the whole thing. And it totally works. Um, but her band was not funky (laughs) i mean they were (laughs) they did have some like some sections but it Uh it was the heaviest fucking show that i've seen in a couple of years wow no i would not have thought that from looking at her i'm just talking around it was so good oh my god like (laughs) none of none of her songs have heavy guitar in them i would say even maybe at all except for maybe one and they were all adapted for this band or by this band and they fucking seriously uh they just just went off it was so awesome i was not expecting it i was like this is super cool and you can see why it's got appeal like it's really it's really emotional and like compelling um to just have a fucking heavy heavy ass band fucking rocking out and if you have good lyrics and you got something to fucking say it totally works. I can see why people join metal bands. <laughs> you too could be the next Jonathan Davis of Corn. That sounds great. Oh yeah, that sounds dope. I, will, I think. Um, I will have to check yeah, her I out, think yeah. of like their artists today. Like Chelsea Wolf is not really new metal, but she's like mixing like 
up until the, her latest album was mixing like goth music and then like electronic and then like metal with like sort of like a really textural feel. And like, I just think like all that shit kind of wouldn't exist without new metal either in a way. Right. Yeah. I was thinking about bands, or be marketable like, or whatever, like, um, Save the way. like clipping and stuff like that, which have, um, you know, really experimental aspects to them with like a spoken word slash wrapped kind of scat, uh, lyrical style. And while I don't associate them with new metal at all, I definitely do associate them with metal, but I think that they're the commercial viability of something of a, of a group like clipping exists because of the fact that shit like new metal was popular at one point. Yeah, like there totally. is, there is a, there is a mainstream, um, market for heavy, heavier, like heavier than you would think, uh, is marketable music for sure. Yeah. Like I was kind of joking when I say you could draw a straight line. What did I say? Like from like faith, no more to wet ass pussy, but like, it's <laughs> like that, that's like the most extreme version, but like, yeah, you can't have like, even like, like, I think like, um, like JPEG mafia wouldn't exist without not only new metal, but like skrillex or like just like like sort of like that heavier or like what's it shinigami i think is now the next one like all those like sort of like acts that sort of incorporate like almost like it's almost like avant-garde music right. uh but just like sort of justified through sort of being like abrasive hip-hop or like abrasive techno mm. but like for some reason people are much more accepting of that stuff like than they were you know yeah. yeah, I think at the end of the day, as long as you know what you're looking for, um, I don't. The I never industry do. will helpfully <laughs> categorize it for you, or people would, like you know critics realized, or whoever yeah. will categorize it for you, and then hopefully they're right. Maybe they're wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just, I was just gonna say like up margins. until you said it, you made it clear you were talking about the music industry. I was like, Craig, I am living proof that that is not true. I don't know what the fuck I want. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I will. <laughs> it yeah but uh yeah well thanks for talking about new metal for two hours with me guys that was great Um, i i thoroughly enjoyed it um yeah where can we find where can we find you joe uh you can find me i'm at stop joe now on twitter and instagram you can also if you go at to the number bananas pod you can follow second bananas on instagram and uh twitter and we do tweet um when new episodes are upcoming and when they're released and sometimes we have a little a fun on the timeline with some jokes and memes and and other crazy stuff for crazy extremely (laughs) online cats so uh follow follow at stop joe now and at to the number two bananas pod on twitter and instagram what about you wes Uh, where can people find you yeah, you can find me. I am on Twitter at uh, W2Dubs, formerly at Wes Walcott. Um, and you can find me on Instagram at Wes Walcott. I haven't posted in a while since the pandemic, but um, been getting out there, been getting out but there you more, will. doing you stuff. Will, you will so, yeah, post again. Might be, might start, you might start seeing some more posts from me on there. A West post I'm in the wild is a truly beautiful thing to behold. Because Wes is like sort of like he's holding him in, but when he releases the posts, they are... <laughs> fiery hot i'll post about <laughs> two or three posts a year and and they're all gold oh, some of them are gentlemen. no pressure all right <laughs> this is, i have a very average instagram account 
But yeah, you can follow me there. Craig, Craig can people I don't find know. you? Cannot be <laughs> found. Not. Yeah. Still stealthed. Stealth, yeah. stealth mode, yeah. Craig. But, but uh, good talking to you all. Yeah. Um, I will say also, if uh, people want to go on the old iTunes podcast, I don't know how. If you want to go the give old, us a five star rating and maybe yeah. a nice little review that would be really appreciated because that gets us up in the rankings and then uh, hopefully more people will discover us um, and if you haven't subscribed please subscribe we would love that um, us up. and yeah uh, I think we're not sure we might keep doing a couple more pandemisodes but we are trying to get back to sort of regular episodes yeah, I think um, maybe we could get back to regular episodes soon I wouldn't mind doing a couple of regular episodes yeah I once think, we I, agree. Yeah. I got some subjects in mind yeah, we'll me too. To so like... you might see one or two more pandemisodes just before we get our shit together, but we will get back to sort of more standard um, podcasting stuff with, you know, research and seriousness. I don't know. We'll, we'll get to yeah. it. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you for Tune listening for to Second that. Bananas. Bye bye. Bye. Hey, my name is Eric. I'm Piers. And this is Podcast vs. Podcast. You're listening to us here on the Cave Goblin Network. We take turns pitching podcasts to each other. We're trying to find a good podcast to do because we don't have any ideas. So turn off whatever show you're listening to. Turn on our show. This is a Cave Goblin Podcast. For other podcasts like this, visit cavegoblins.com. We hope you have enjoyed this program.